Keisha's back from France. Yeah, back streets, back. All right, it's me. I'm here. I've been in three <laughs> different countries in the past month. And two- oh god, <laughs> <laughs> everything's fine. Don't even fucking worry about it. That was fun. That was I, you you don't understand how unprofessional my setup is and how dangerous it is at all times. It's okay. It is okay. All right. So, week one. I was in Paris with my sister. We only got in like two fights, and that so that's pretty good, because you know with each other you know, or with somebody else. With each other, with each other, which okay. I think is pretty good because you know you're spending like 24 hours a day with this person, and every day is like stressful because you don't speak the language, France, and you, yeah. yeah, like you know if you get pickpocketed, like that's your only means of getting home, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So that was pretty fun. But week two, I went to Tijuana, Mexico with a group from my church, and we built houses there. And there was one day where I've built up a reputation of knowing um, pop culture things, knowing things about pop culture, mm-hmm. a variety of things. And so we were talking we were talking about, like, Wendy Williams or something like that, or, like, Glee <laughs> or something. And this one guy was like, I just don't, I can't, like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't engage. And so we were like, okay, what do you know a lot about? And we'll talk about that. And he was like, I don't know, history? And we were like, okay, literally <laughs> A. Shut up. Like, it's oh literally eight in the morning. It's gonna the be arts. A, it's gonna be a hundred degrees today, but like sure. Like, yeah, I just like I like, you know, like history, I guess. And so I in my back pocket, I said, I have the perfect conversation about history. I have the perfect one for everybody here. And so I said, who do you think? is the hottest u.s president because mm-hmm. like i and i and i let people know i said just to be clear i've been uh, engaging in this conversation off and on for the past seven or eight years i'm so, steeped in discourse i know i know what i'm talking about and so <laughs> pr- like i had at least a dozen people participating actively engaging in this conversation being like well, it might be Woodrow Wilson, and then, like, do we get politics involved? Do we not get politics involved? Like, no, if you get politics involved, it's a wash. Oh, my dog is going <laughs> to ask to get let out soon because he's a butt. <laughs> but this guy didn't want to talk about it. He was like, I don't know, Obama, I guess. He was like, Obama, I guess. And we were like, no, engage your brain. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the whole point of talking about pop culture. That is the easiest <laughs> answer. That's the easiest answer. You didn't do like, any fucking research for that. And it's not right. How many movie stars did Obama seduce? Zero. <laughs> that we know that, of. Am yeah, I right? That's true. JFK, at we, least one. At, at least very one. Very publicly. Very at publicly so. Uh, I still think that's so funny. Like, they were like, hey, Marilyn, can you keep this on the down low? And she was like, no, fuck you. <laughs> no, I just fucked the president. That's awesome. Like, yeah, I'm going to tell Jackie-o. as many people as I possibly can. <laughs> exactly, precisely. So, but I was like, like, was there was there a consensus among uh, house builders in? So, so the yes, youth? yes, yes. JFK was top the, up there at the top. We had right. a few people who Makes were sense. who were really gunning for Obama, and I right. said, fair enough. He's obviously an honorable mention. A sleeper hit. A lot of people said this unironically. Taft. A lot of people were saying okay. Taft. Interesting like, And Taft. Not, not as their first pick, but as, like, their think... second or third. 
So like right, that's right. that's how like they vote for the Oscars. Yes, right. That's the one trivia fact about William Howard Taft is that yeah. he got stuck right. in his bathtub. I don't think I don't hear that fact and go, oh boy, oh baby, that's a hunk of man people, right there. People, they, people, different strokes for different folks, you know. Listen, we're gonna get into this again. I think I remember Ulysses. Yeah, that was always my ride or die with no, Ulysses. No, yeah, Grant. It, yeah, it was. He was yeah, he was ruggedly handsome and not in a. He's w- got like the he's got like the he's got the saddest eyebrows, but he's got <laughs> I don't know he's got he's cute I like him. Yeah, he was a bad boy. He he was he's like cute cigars. the way that like Abraham Lincoln is cute, just like old man. No, like, Abraham like, Lincoln was not even cute. old. He was just gaunt it's and very sickly. Early and I'm very tired. He was sickly. That's what. Look at his bony skeleton fingers. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln just looks like that. Because yeah. it was the 1860s, everyone looked bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln, not Ulysses was S. Grant, at 16. Yeah. Not Ulysses S. Grant. Like he that. looked very handsome at the time. Well, how old was yeah, he? Yeah, no, he looked great. Ulysses S. Grant was like a general during the the Civil War. They're probably around the same age. I'm pretty right. sure. I'm pretty sure. It's but weird like, to ask how old was he because it's like, I don't know, he was all ages. He's dead now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what? Well, During the Civil War. Yeah. Or like, like how old when was he When he was president. Compared? Yeah, because that's another thing. In this conversation, chat if you want to engage. Whoever's there listening in the ether is... Like, it's during while they were president. Because it, if it's their peak hotness, it's a completely different conversation. Right, right. Because, oh, yeah. you know, then you're then you're just comparing and contrasting every president at their peak hotness. And that's, like, how are you supposed to even find all that information that might not even be out there? I don't know what James K. Polk looked like at his hottest. Yeah. <laughs> during his, during his, his <laughs> biological peak. Yeah, his. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going through the Google images associated with Abraham Lincoln, and there's a lot of really, there's a lot of gems in here. But one of them is somebody saying that George Clooney looks like Abraham Lincoln, and I think that's just kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, I don't even Clooney. think that's accurate. <laughs> yeah, they don't look like each other. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure there's a whole BuzzFeed article attached to this. Because I remember that was like a trivia fact I learned in history. Was like Abraham Lincoln James like constantly made fun of himself for being ugly, like it yeah. Was well, because like... they think that he had like some kind of syndrome, like. <laughs> well, yeah, because when he was when he was like a young lawyer, it was like the like everybody that worked with him was like, "Who's this fucking ugly kid?" Oh <laughs> just have to be like, "But I'm smart, you guys." They're like, "No, fuck this kid." No. Like, yeah, oh. they're like, "How?" He's like, "I gotta, I gotta reinvent myself. Give me something that's my own. I'm gonna start putting letters in a big old hat, and that's what people will remember me for. I'm putting some letters in a big old hat, and then it worked, <laughs> and then he became president." Because yeah, the young Abraham like, Lincoln. Should- the pictures Mm-mm. you see are all the ones that are him, like, in profile, and he's, like, he is. He's, like, weirdly gaunt, and his, like, nose is enormous. I think that he was more handsome at a younger age, or when he was older, though. I think it when seems he was like younger, his, he was even more scraggly. His nose weirdly seems like it gets smaller as he ages. Which is yeah, not usually how it bigger. works for people. Yeah. No, noses get bigger. They always, yeah. they never that, stop growing. Noses that's what I'm saying. You said it gets smaller. That's the opposite. Oh, I thought you said that's usually how it works for people. But it was no, a little joke. No, I said joke. that's the opposite. Oh, okay. That's audio, audio disconnect. Audio ruined my joke. Uh, Damn. Okay, If so. you get a nose job, does the cartilage okay, wait, grow on. back? <laughs> 
post nose. I have no clue. I don't I even really don't. I don't know. Well, sorry. I, I found a picture of Abraham Lincoln with his son, and his son just looks like a regular boy. He doesn't <laughs> look like Abraham Lincoln does. <laughs> yeah. He's got very big ears, which I'm sure he got from his dad, but his face, he's just got like a, he's just got like a regular little boy face. I yeah, I googled know. Abraham Lincoln's son. This guy, yeah. this guy doesn't look a lick Todd. like Lincoln. No. I Maybe mean, he's got he, the big they ears, were related. but that's like it. Don't people, Damn. don't people think Abraham Lincoln was gay? I don't know. They think he was Probably. depressed. I think well, people kind of. I would also kinda... be depressed. I think you're thinking... I think you're combining Lewis and Clark into Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> they know James Buchanan was gay. I feel like there are semi, semi-credible theories about every major figure in American history being gay that have been thrown around at some point or another. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we just don't know. Well, listen, it's because, it's because sexuality is a spectrum. So when they're like, I have very close guy friends, we could all be like, huh, interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Also, just like the we way we like that... to hold hands and live together, and we're like, "Huh, interesting." I love him more than I would love any woman. It's like, is this gay or is it sexism? Yeah. Well, it's the year seventeen, whatever. So, so who knows? Guess. We'll yeah. never know. And also, just the way that flowery language was like used anyway, that like does not compute in our modern brains, where like. It looks to us, it looks like a love poem, and it's literally like yeah, they're talking about like, why they hate somebody, and you're like, <laughs> "Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a historian." <laughs> Uh, I just yeah, know if they're hot or not. All right. So, hey, hello. Welcome to the Cool Takes podcast. The only... I'm going to start from scratch. I didn't like the energy I brought to that introduction. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to the Cool Takes podcast. The only bad movie podcast where the bad movies are good, actually. Every week we take a look at a unliked or unpopular movie and mount a sincere and unironic defense of it. I phrased that a little differently that time. One of these days, I'm going to not make a bit out of not doing the intro correctly. That was good. <laughs> uh, I thought it was great. And it's not going to be today. In an attempt to successfully gaslight our audience into having bad taste. Hi, uh, my name is Jackson McMurray. Uh, my name is Adelina Waguchi. And then my name is uh, Signora Keja Aguchi Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> hyphenated sorry i'm sorry to the yeah. italian i'm sorry italian <laughs> like in parentheses in the middle of the name like akeja gucci. Yeah. Yeah, like gucci, gucci we're talking about yeah. eighth grade you get arrested <laughs> it's like notorious criminal like, keisha gucci and they're Rhodes. like miss rose <laughs> Miss Rose. I fake a lot of uh, fake a lot Miss of signatures. And you're like, it's Miss Gucci. Yeah, <laughs> you make call of me. Like this. I put my fingernails out on the table. You might be able to tell we're talking about the Ridley Scott picture, House of Gucci, today on the podcast. Uh, which I, I'm very excited to talk about, even though I think like the gulf between sort of public perception and how much we like it. Is a little smaller than we usually yeah. go for on this show, but still, still significant enough, I think, because I, I think a lot so. of people were were pretty disappointed by this. I'm kind of fascinated, not to just like jump into the bullshit that I do on this podcast all the time, like too early, but like the the thing that fascinates me about this movie was that Ridley Scott, before the pandemic, made The Last Duel. Which is this movie with Adam Driver and Ben Affleck and and Matt Damon? It's like this I old saw the, school. I saw the jokes on the Oscars. I saw mm. the jokes about no yeah. one seeing the last duel. Because <laughs> nobody did. 
And so before the pandemic, he produces this movie. It gets shelved for a really long time. After the pandemic, I mean, not after the pandemic, obviously, but post-lockdown, the next movie that Ridley Scott goes into production with is House of Gucci. He makes, he like films that in 2021 and it gets produced. So just the way things shake out, there are two Ridley Scott Adam Driver vehicles that come out within like 30 days of each other in theaters. <laughs> and people, I mean, Last Duel had just been on a shelf for so long and it was not particularly salacious, so people were like, I don't know, some boring historical Ridley Scott thing. And then people were not, like, especially amped about. But, like, Lady Gaga being attached to House of Gucci made people super excited about it. And, like, those first set mm-hmm. photos came out where they're, like, in the yeah, outfits and they're, like, sweaters. Mm-hmm. was, like, a whole moment. <laughs> like, everyone that, was no, so excited about it. That was a touchstone it. moment. A touchstone was... moment, especially in the midst of the pandemic where there was, like, <laughs> this huge drought of nothing, like, nothing yeah. new. Like, we're just, it's, like, this weird limbo of what's coming out and what's happening. And then all of a sudden you see Adam Driver and Lady Gaga in all white, <laughs> 80s-inspired snowsuits. Just cuddling beautiful. in the Alps. It was like it was, it was like a it was a mess. Manna from heaven is what it was. It was. A genuinely important moment for society, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think and so. people we'll look back on it fondly. People were so amped about House of Gucci, which I think was part of the reason why Last Duel flopped as hard as it did. Not that I think it would have done awesome under other circumstances, yeah. but like. And then there was that whole weird thing where Ridley Scott was like, I don't know, young people don't want to watch dramas in theaters anymore. And everyone was like, hey! And you're like, what? You don't. You haven't been. <laughs> He's correct. Yeah, like, but he said it He said it in the old man angry yeah, way right. of like, kids today don't know what's fucking good. He was still They're correct, though. TikTok. Did yeah, you see it? He said it in the angry old man way. Uh, but, uh... And some people were mad about it. And so I think, like, Last Duel came and went. Nobody saw it. People that did see it were like, it's pretty good. But it kind of felt like we were all still waiting for Gucci, which was coming out in, like, three weeks at that point. Yeah. Like, I think Mm -hmm. Last Duel got, like, completely overlooked and skipped over because we were just amped to get to Gucci. Uh, It was like the Thanksgiving to House of Gucci's Christmas. We're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanksgiving, (laughs) that's great. And then, get to Gucci. and then House of Gucci came out, and people didn't really like it very much. A lot of people were kind of disappointed by yeah. it. It was sort of postured to be this major Oscar movie, and then it just wasn't. Like, it got nominated for yeah, basically nothing. I think it got, like, one, like, stray nomination for, like, makeup or something. It wasn't even costume. See, I think... Hold yeah. on. I think Lady Gaga deserves an Oscar for this. She at least to be nominated. She did a great. Well, job. people uh, didn't like her accent. They're like, "What's up with her weird accent? What's going <laughs> right. on?" I but feel like, like anytime, like very much like The Shining, saying that Lisa Duval did a bad job. Like being like, I feel like anytime like a female actress like really goes for it with a performance, we're like, "Why is she weird? I hate yeah. this." I feel like that survives with Lady Gaga. I mean, I don't even. Like, yeah. I mean, I think she was She's still... doing this like big ridiculous yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, she was still very much in conversation like all through the race, and she yeah. just sort of. And I feel like it was that sort of thing where it was like the recept. She was like, you know, already an Oscar contender before the movie even came out. Like mm-hmm. people were like, Lady Gaga and House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Like keep an eye this out for that. That's gonna be the big one because that's the way the Oscars work most of the time. Is you get like yeah. ten movies that people are like, okay, so just like remember that. 
And then only if the movie, like, really is bad or, like, does poorly does that sort of get, like, edged out again. I feel like that kind of happened with Gucci. Um, Where, like, it was, like, supposed to be this huge Oscar play, and then it just wasn't. It only got a nomination for makeup, which is so fucked up because it's a movie about Gucci. Like, it's a movie about, about yeah, clothes. Not even, not even costumes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because Cruella, uh, hello, hello. Yeah, I mean, to, I think Cruella deserves that Oscar nomination and every Oscar nomination yeah. is yeah. the best so, movie of all time. I don't think it does deserve everyone, <laughs> but... But also, the her speech where afterwards, like, in the uh, the post-Oscars, when she was like, yeah, um, it's really messed up that Disney... Um, just steals all of our intellectual property and then doesn't give us credit for it most of the time. So, like, yeah, I'm taking my stupid Oscar. Um, thank you very much. And so <laughs> I was like, yeah, you get it, girl. You get it, girl. You designed those clothes. <laughs> <laughs> um, where was I going with this? Oh, and it was just so weird that, like, after House of Gucci came out and people were disappointed by it, it felt like then everybody, like, circled back around to Last Duel and was like, wait, hold on. I think Last <laughs> Duel I think Last Duel actually yeah. was really good. And, like, I saw so many people who were, like, not talking about Last Duel at all, like, in the months after Hasaguchi came out being like, wait a minute, we didn't really talk about Last Duel. I was like, yeah, because you were all excited about Hasaguchi and it turned out to be lame. And you, <laughs> like, circled back around and realized you didn't appreciate House of Duel. How- Jesus Christ. The Duel-chi. Last Duel. <laughs> the last duel of Gucci. Uh, it wasn't a I fair think, fight. <laughs> but I think, like, the, uh, uh, what's it called? Like, the press tour for this movie is probably mm-hmm. going to kind of be the the longest lasting legacy of, like, just the parade of, like, insane things that Lady Gaga keeps saying yeah. about how much she cares about, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what's the character's name? Uh, Patrizia. Patrizia. Patrizia Gucci. And being like, I spoke in an Italian accent for three years. And they were like, you didn't... You got cast in the movie a year and a half ago. And she was like, but I was preparing. And like... I'm always speaking in one. She had that really embarrassing roundtable where she was talking to like Jessica Chastain and Kirsten Dunst. And she was like, do you ever... Do you ever feel like when you drink the like prop drinks you like actually feel drunk afterwards and like all of these like beautiful award-winning famous actresses were like uh n- no not really no and she was like oh well i do like, oh my god okay i guess uh, like oh man i have to find there was a there was an article i was looking at that was like compiling all the ridiculous lady gaga house of gucci press tour moments oh my gosh well, plus, I'm pretty sure that the actual Patrizia, I don't know how to say it not like that. Patrizia? Uh-huh. Patrizia? Like, Patricia. Like, Patricia. <laughs> Patricia. But Patricia. The, well, I heard, like, Patty. I heard the actual Patty. She, like, they never spoke with each other before the film, like, before filming. And, like, Lady Gaga was like, well, I kind of wanted to, but I just didn't, like, I just didn't know what to do. And so she was well, like was miffed pandemic. about it. There like, was a pandemic. I know, but you can give a little ring, give a little holla, give a little zoom zoom. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But she was like, she was miffed about that. I always find that interesting when like you're making a biopic about someone who's still alive. Like, what is the proper gateway to like not piss them off or make them feel like you're just car- like making a caricature yeah. of them? When it's and it's also yeah. tricky when it's someone who's like a murderer. So like, 
Right. I think it's so funny. Jackson, what's the name of the movie about Tanya Harding? That you I, Tanya. We should do I, Tanya. I know right. people love we it, but do I, I love yeah. I, Tanya, I love it even more than other well, people Well, but it was do. so funny. It was so, it so funny. Wasn't it? They were like... They were trying, they were like, okay, so this movie is about Tanya Harding, and we should invite her to the Oscars, because the movie is about her. And all these angry yeah. people were Carrie. like, how? She's evil! How could you? This monster! And I'm like, she didn't, she might not have even done the thing. Like, I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> it wasn't really, it was, like, kind of her fault, but, like, also, that was, like, the culture but, of But, like, her boyfriend, like, took it way too yeah, far. Like, like, that's yeah. different. She, li- this, Patrizia Gucci literally <laughs> hired people Killed to yeah. assassinate her <laughs> Hired a shot so here's, guy. Okay, here's a great Lady Gaga different. quote I just want to read out. <clears throat> uh, she says, it's a becoming. I remember when we started filming, I knew I had become. And I knew that the greater challenge was going to be unbecoming. Uh, she had a nurse on set for her psychological difficulties, unquote. And she says that after living and speaking as Patrizia on and off set, she ended up forgetting where she was. Quote, I remember I went out into Italy one day with a hat on. <laughs> I hadn't taken a Yo. walk in about two months and I panicked because I thought I was on a movie set. Like, she just, like, wanna, was saying shit like that. I don't want to make fun of Lady Gaga. Constantly. Uh, I love her. <laughs> Stephanie, she's just, hey, she's just an Italian girl from, from New York who's making her dreams she's come true. She's just really she's into Italian it. Girl from and then she also, she hasn't been. My other favorite one she hasn't was, been in like, a lot of movies. unrelated. She was, like, also, after the insurrection, I was in Washington, D.C., walking around a lot trying to figure out who did it. And <laughs> you're like, what? Why are we talking about this? It's very public. It was incredibly public who did it. Oh my god. Uh, uh, What was I trying to find the actual quote? She just said she just said she was walking around looking for evidence. I don't know what the hell that means. She's she's just inspecting. She's looking for evidence. (laughs) Like she's gonna find like a like a broken pair of glasses with like fingerprints on them. (laughs) Do not cross tape that's been broken. She's like she like feels the ground and she's like something, something. happened here. <laughs> and she was like so obsessed with being like I wanted to make sure not to offend the Italian people. And it's like you are Italian. Like I'm not sure what this weird yeah. approach is where you're like I wanted to be so authentic because I wanted it to be true to the Italian people. It's like I it's just such a weird thing to say. I don't know. I feel, but I mean, I get that kind of because it's like when you're like Italian American, it's not the same as being Italian. Like that's like 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 I identify as an ABC as an American born Chinese. So if I go to China, I'm not gonna be like, I got it. I I know what I'm (laughs) doing here. I I got it. I'll figure it out. I'm one of you. (laughs) But like, I feel like that's also an odd thing to say because one of my biopic pet peeves or just like movie pet peeves is when. The all of the characters use an accent to speak American English the entire time. Right. When they but then sometimes they sprinkle in like 
a grazie, a ciao bella. Uh, you're like, yeah. but you're, but then you're, but now you're all your dialogues in English. So like, are you speaking in English or like you speak in Italian? And we're just well, listening that's... in English, but you're using it in an accent. Right. That's an important thing to note about this movie is just the, the yeah. language and the accents and the actual language of it. Because, like, you know, if a movie takes place in a foreign country, but it's an American movie, a lot of times people will just make the decision. They're speaking English. Maybe metatextually, you know, in real yeah. life, they would be speaking Italian or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, and maybe yeah. they have an Italian accent. Or maybe they even don't, if you want to get no, really crazy. No, I like it. I love, a, I love a Nazi movie where the Nazis speak in British accents only. I think <laughs> right. that's the best way to do it, where it's like, they're all British for some reason. <laughs> and here we're, you go. They're getting really, they're like, speaking German. about, like, colonialism yeah. or something. Yeah, but yeah. This they're, movie, German, they're German speakers. <laughs> this movie seems, like, determined to not make a decision about this. Because, mm-hmm. like, when they are in Italy, Italians speaking presumably Italian to each other, they're speaking English with an Italian accent. Yep. You're like, okay, that's fine. And Sweetie. then they go to... And then the weird thing is that just the way the dialogue is stylized, a lot of the time they say, like, how you say something, as if they're, like, struggling to find the word in another language. But you're like, well, yeah. wait, you're not actually speaking English. You'd be speaking Italian, so what's this? Yeah. And then when they go to America... Yeah, in New and York, talking speak, to Tom Ford. And speak to Italian-American people in New York... They're speaking exactly the same way. They all speak exactly the same way. And, yep. like, it's just, like, it is such, <laughs> like, it is such a weird nitpicky thing. Because, like, obviously it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. But it's so, like, everyone speaks as though they are an Italian person who is speaking English as a second language. No I'm matter who they yet. are or where they are at all times. <laughs> like, no, no yeah. context will ever change this. But, but I think that I think that is a decision. Right, yeah. I made that no. decision. No, it yeah. happens in a lot of movies where that happens. But I'm like, if they just one time had like when they're talking in front of Americans and then they're like Italian, 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 we're only speaking Italian to each other. Then I would like, <laughs> okay, like I got it, like it's fine. But then when they're like, oh, uh, uh, but but. Bella note and the pasta meatball and I love you, my wife. <laughs> then I'm like, <laughs> Borat is not I'm like, Italian. Make a choice. <laughs> yes, it is. Are you sure? I don't, Have you uh, checked? Have you checked? <laughs> spaghetti ravioli. I'm a Borat. I'm my wife. I can't do Come an on. Italian accent. I can't do one. I'm not Lady Gaga. Uh, also, something I learned in France. <laughs> I learned in France what they mm-hmm. ravioli is what they call Chinese dumplings, which was very confusing for me at first. Oh, weird. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I was like, why I was like, why does that Chinese place have rav? I don't know, dude. I don't know. I don't speak French. That's like that's like we have a word for it. It's in a different language. That's their word it's for a it. Word. I don't get but that. I think why would ravioli, you call it a ravioli else? is just a dumpling? It's just, right. You know, well, yeah. It's all the same no, stuff. Yeah, so, but it's like, but, but I, it's yeah. Different. So I don't, you don't eat it. I know. It's not a noodle. Is a dumpling what? a ravioli? Okay, ravioli is a taco is a, a noodle, sandwich. But it's a dump. Yeah, ravioli no, is a, a dumpling. dumpling and a noodle. No, no a dumpling's like, not a noodle. A, but but ravi- a ravioli is a noodle. Is lasagna a, a noodle? Ravioli is, is more a dumpling. Yes, lasagna is a noodle. But are you talking about lasagna yeah, noodles or the lasagna dish? Right, right. But what's the difference between like- a lasagna noodle and a dumpling noodle, quote unquote? Because du- I'm saying a dumpling stuff, is... 
I'm saying a ravioli is a dumpling. I'm saying right. it belongs in the dumpling umbrella. But I was very. So you're saying a ravioli shouldn't be a noodle. I'm not. I do not qualify ravioli as a noodle. I qualify it as a dumpling. Mm. How do you define ha- a noodle? Interesting. A noodle is long. <laughs> okay. Unstuffed. A noodle cannot be stuffed. No, but, because they have like the ricotta stuffed fellas. I think you have to boil noodles. I think that's like what but makes dumplings, it a noodle. You can boil the fact that you boil it. But you don't always, and you always. But, you could, spoil but what about noodles. lasagna? Lasagna is a sheet. Yeah, you bake right? lasagna. Yeah, so it's not a noodle. I thought you boiled. I thought you. I thought you cooked it and then you baked it. Maybe it depends on the recipe. For the lasagna, I think. I think a dumpling is some kind of wrapper with filling, and it's entirely closed. Like that's before it's cooked. It's closed entirely. But there's Chinese dumplings that aren't closed entirely. I don't. My brain's (laughs) being fried. (laughs) Is this not interesting or funny at all? I don't know who's to say. what but, do you think a dumpling we'll is? But, I mean, and <laughs> to talk around the movie some more before we finally get into it, actually, yeah. I think the other, like, get major narrative about this movie was that it was, like, the only, like, drama in the last, like, five years that seemed to actually make any money. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's so funny when you, like, look at the actual numbers like, it, like, made its budget back, like, plus some. It was, like, a moderate success. But, like, all anybody could talk about is, like, oh, my God, this thing's going crazy. Like, we had no idea. How's the Gucci's going, like, gangbusters? Just because it's, like, you know, post-pandemic and it's, like, a biopic that's R-rated, you know? Like, people are, like, these yeah. movies yeah, don't yeah. make money anymore ever. And this one, like, mm-hmm. made some money. And people were, like... Holy shit! What the fuck? Yeah. What What are we doing but here? It like, is, it's a biopic with here? Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. I mean, I think that's, that's gonna, it. That's, gonna, Adam that's breaking it. And then on top of that, Al Pacino and right. Jeremy Irons and Jared Leno. Jared Leno. And <laughs> <laughs> well, and like I think that Lady Gaga is like one of the only like you don't think like when you think about like the movie stars we still have, you're like, oh, Ryan Reynolds, oh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like. Mm-hmm. Gal Gadot, maybe. Uh, yeah, Star but you're Joe. like depending. Scarlett jo- I don't even feel like Scarlett Johansson though. Like, I feel like part of that I mean, is he's like really just done Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, when was Jojo the last time Rabbit. Scarlett Johansson was in like a leading role in something besides Black Widow that uh, like got butts in seats? Marriage story. Uh, I, <laughs> marriage story. Maybe with Adam Driver. <laughs> with Adam Driver. But does anyway. Adam Driver just like only play shitty husbands now? Is that just what he does? He's no, he plays husbands like, who've been wronged. <laughs> husbands who've been wronged <laughs> by their wives. Gucci was not wronged. He was not. He got was, murdered, you know, Adeline. <laughs> Don't yeah, you think that's, that's no but more before that. That's, before he got they murdered, were both he was manipulative. <laughs> She was no, no, pretty okay, manipulative. But like, you no. Know, so he was like, I don't want to be a part of the family business. And she was like, I do want to be a part of the family business. And so she made all these decisions. And all those decisions, to her credit, worked and did all the things she wanted to do. But then when it did all the things that she wanted to do, her husband was just like, I don't love you anymore. Well, Fuck and, you. and well, then divorce turns. And they continued to do the also, things that she set up. It was after yeah, he, got he was about to get arrested canceling. by... He got canceled. The, yeah. He was about That's to get sad. arrested by the Italian police because <laughs> his wife 
forged a signature that he didn't he was like we should just sell the shares and she was like no i want the money and so she broke the law and then then he couldn't enter the country again that's when their like right. relationship decline really started she was yeah, she true. was making moves she was playing chess a la lady Macbeth. Because mm, mm. we see her forging the signature for her dad earlier in the morning. They were setting it up, and then it paid off. Uh, but what I was yeah, saying I about it. Lady Gaga is that I think sort of, like, her... She's she's in this weird, like, Barbara Streisand zone, where she's, like, a movie star mm-hmm. that's only done, like, a few movies. And every time she's, like, attached to something, it feels like a big deal. Like, she had the American Horror Story that was like, oh, Lady Gaga's acting now? And it yeah. got a lot of attention. That was like, oh, Lady Gaga. Did uh, anyone and then, watch that? And then, no, I don't think anybody did. But, like, oh, I, I tried really a bunch American of times that I couldn't finish it. I've uh, seen that first episode like 10 times, maybe. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Um, I know a lot of people that love American Horror Story, but I just. I don't and know. then she gets, you know, Star is Born, and it's a huge deal, and she wins the Oscar. Yeah. And, like, she's basically only been in a movie with, I don't know, maybe there's a couple other things, like, here or there. No, but, like, I, as I far think as that's it. It was, like, her only performance. She wins the Oscar for it. She's a huge deal. And she's not, like, booking work all the time after that. She's, like, one of the mm-hmm. most famous people in America. Has won an Oscar for acting. Even. Yeah. And so, and I think, like, her being in another movie, being in a... a sort of campy biopic directed by an auteur director with Adam Driver. Like, her mm-hmm. just signing onto the role feels like a big deal. Feels like something that is getting butts in seats in a way that, like, I think is kind of a qualification for being, like, a bona fide movie star that we don't really have very many of right now. And you don't really think about yeah. it because it doesn't happen super often. But when it does, it really does happen. Uh, I think... When it do be like that, it really do. <laughs> Um, exactly. Star is Born's good. Sometimes some people don't Star like Star is Born. I think it's a good one. It's a good flick. I like it. I can't ever watch it again because it's too sad for me. There it are some movies sad. where I'm like, I really did like it. I can't watch it anymore. It's just that's that's like that's like La La Land for me a little bit. I can watch like the first three quarters of La La Land. <laughs> I don't like the ending. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like the ending where it's sad. I do. I I was able to watch Jojo Rabbit again, but it took me. I, literally two years of me willing myself to watch it because I really yeah. wanted to, but it's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> but I can watch this movie whenever World I want. Two is fucked up, y'all. You don't even know. Uh, House of Gucci. Here's the thing House about of- it. Father, son, house of Gucci. Father, son, and house of Gucci. That moment, <laughs> that moment is so like, we put it in the trailer, we wrote it so that it would be in the trailer. In yes. the scene, it feels like part of the trailer. Can I tell it's you? Just like, nothing. Can I tell you something that's going to blow like, your mind, Adeline? That was improvised what? on the day by one Lady Gaga. It's not written yeah, because in the she the is a professional. She's a professional. It feel, like it literally feels like a producer like had that thought. It was like yeah, you got to pro- get that for producer the trailer. Lady Gaga. Like, one shot. Let's do it. And then they were like, "Father, son, house of Gucci." Like, no, nope, oh it's great. God. It's great. I love it. Uh, I love it. I live for it. <laughs> you look forward to I've it. Every recreated, year. I've recreated. Love I've it. recreated every every quotable scene. That I could of this movie stir. I I sat out in a cafe. I stirred a little tiny cup and I went ding ding 
And I said, I'm living my best life right now. This is me living <laughs> my dream. And then you got shot in the gut. No, 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 because I was the, the I was the shooter. I said, I don't consider myself a <laughs> very ethical person, but I am fair. <laughs> That was the other great Lady Gaga quote from the press tour, where she was yeah. like, I don't believe in glorifying murder, but I do believe in the empowerment of women. <laughs> Hell so yeah. Funny. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. God, I want that embroidered on a pillow. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like, what is that in Oh Hello? When, when they're like, uh, I w- on the one hand, I was sad my mom killed herself, but on the other hand, I was happy it was my birthday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that is such a perfect joke. Holy shit, that joke is so perfect. I am, like, <laughs> I am literally just always thinking about Oh Hello. It's so good. I mean, because as soon as the dad coughed into the handkerchief, I was like, Oh, he's not well. <laughs> just like every time. Oh. It's so good. Go watch Oh Hello. It's that fucking so gangbusters. Okay, here's the thing about Hasabuchi. Uh. I've been I've been singing a little chant to myself. I've been like House of Gucci, how do you get that house? Because I'm really excited to talk about this. <laughs> That's been my internal monologue how a lot do of the get time. It? How do you get that house? Um, this movie is like so long, and it's, very long. it's so long. structurally, it's just spaghetti. Yeah, it's, it's like it's meandering, yeah. and you go around, and you go a lot of different directions. I mean, it's very much trying to be. Like a classical, like crime epic, like a Godfather or like a yeah. Good there's Bellas. some yeah. The Godfather's in there. Yeah, he's the, in, well, the he's Godfather spaghetti is in there. there. Well, God- he is also in there, but <laughs> like Michael Corleone is in there. Well, no, he's the Godfather. Well, wait, hold on. He becomes the Godfather. Did you even watch the movie, Jackson? I guess, I guess Marlon Brando isn't... I guess Marlon Brando isn't the Godfather. I guess Al Pacino is the Marlon, Godfather. Marlon Brando is the Godfather at first, but then he dies in that orange field. He says, Bleh. Yeah, that orange kills but, him. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is anybody anybody's actual be- Godfather in that flick? Yes, that's yes, the whole scene the- where they're murdering the guys and he's in he's the church. In the right. He's becoming the godfather to right. the baby that's Okay, okay. Christened. I was trying to remember like if that was his son or somebody or else's son. No, it's somebody else's that's son. My, yeah. That's my favorite genre of movie is, like, movies where... Gangsters. ...people have children, like, on screen, and that child is not a character. <laughs> is never acknowledged ever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's just kids everywhere. It's just part of their character like development. There was a lot yeah. of those this year. Like, uh, uh, Being the Ricardos was a big one. There was, like, a mm-hmm. moment in Being For the Ricardos where you're like, oh, this entire movie's gone by about them being at work. We're, like, an hour and a half into this two-hour movie. And then there's just, like, a scene where Lucy is, like, holding a, a, a baby and is like, Ricky, you gotta help with the baby. And you're like... Did we flash forward? Mm-hmm. What is this? Where there was a it's like is this an episode like, of I Love yeah. Lucy where they weren't allowed to say that she was pregnant? Like, yeah, exactly. Well, that's yeah. the thing. That's the weird thing about that movie is that yeah. part of the whole plot is about her being pregnant, but they never yeah. even acknowledge that it's like her second child. So then yeah. you're like talking about yeah. her being pregnant the whole time, and then you just cut to a scene where she's holding a baby, and you're like. You're like, Wait, hold what? on. What ha- did we skip? What's happening? You're like, no, that's just her <laughs> other child she's had this whole time. You're like, okay, I guess. Like, <laughs> it's just fine. You didn't tell me. Yeah. 
And I mean, like, it, there is, when it comes to, like, especially when you're having, like, a narrative about women, like, the role of children in the narrative is a thing that, like, I mean, that's the whole thing with, like, I can always forget the name of the book that Chopin write, write, wrote where the girl walks into the, the ocean. Awakening. The Great Awakening. Yeah, the whole thing is that she's got these kids and they're just like cardboard cutouts, but it like represents that she just like doesn't give a shit about being <laughs> right, a mom. Right, yeah. And like that comes yeah. up in like Mrs. Maisel as well, when she's like talking about what it means to be a mother and how she doesn't want to be a mother and her kids are cardboard cutouts. But then in this movie... Their kid seems like a cardboard cutout because we're not really talking about them. We just need them to be there for emotional reasons. But she's also not the greatest child actor I've ever seen. I think about the moment where she pulls the Teddy Ruxpin out of the box and doesn't look at it and just, like, hugs it like somebody told her to hug it. Yeah, and that's just the end of it. Jackson, I thought you just... Did a hit off of vape right now. You can't do that. I just lit a candle. <laughs> I, just saw, I just looked over and there was just like smoke, and I was like, "Jackson, wow. they just started vaping like, on stream. What the, That'd be so sick. Put the fucking vape away. Just, just the kids, vape nation, baby, vape nation, vape nation. Uh, God damn. No, I think. But, but yeah, the thing I mean, that I think is really unique about this movie is that it is a nearly three-hour classical crime epic, but it is also a comedy. And I think, mm-hmm. like, it's very oh, campy. Yeah. like, now that I've seen it twice, like, I mean, I texted you guys in this in the group chat earlier, but, like, the first time I watched this movie, I was like, this movie's so long, and it's just going all over the place, <laughs> and I'm not, I don't, like, have a sense of, like, where this is leading to, or, like, what we're doing, and it, like, you know, kind of kept me from, like, fully engaging with it, and then, like, the second time, I was like, now I know exactly what's happening, and, like, where it's going, mm-hmm. and how this is gonna shake out, I'm, like, so much more... Mm-hmm just like willing to go along for the ride of this thing. Yeah. And like Well, I have a question. Yeah. Did you guys know before you watched it about like that he was assassinated? Like did you know about that before going no, into I the did movie not. or did you Okay, cuz that Like halfway through, I got confused cuz there was like the like the lady who invented the motorcycle drive-by was like that cocaine queen down in Florida. <laughs> It was, like, the same period, and she kind of looked like her, so I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, no, these are two Wait, things. what? Never mind. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why did you okay. say that? What? No, because she was, like, a gangster. No, she was, like, a gangster down in, like, Cuba and Florida, and that was, like, her whole big thing. And okay. she, like, Locked invented it. the motorcycle okay. drive-by. So I was like, is there going to be a motorcycle drive-by? But then there wasn't. Okay. okay. Listen, I don't have I to mean, explain all myself this- to you. I don't have to be here. All this to say, I I knew about, like, I knew that's how he died, and, like, that was the drama before going into the movie, so, like, I could I could kind of see, like, the clues right. and hints of, like, the relationship falling apart and, like, what led to that, so, but I think mm-hmm. if you don't know, like, I can see how it'd be much more meandery, and you're like, why, like, wow, we're really skipping a lot, like, we're not really focusing on a lot right, right now, like, there's, like, there's a lot of... Oh, yeah, we, we, we are skipping time periods, like, every other scene, yeah. we're, like, moving forward in time, we are yeah. going, yeah. My favorite... Like, and I did a little bit of the, like, oh, I'll look up a listicle before we do the podcast of, like, how much of this is accurate and how much of this really happened and how much Mm -hmm. of this is true. And apparently, like, as far as, like, historical movies, quote unquote, go, this one's, like, pretty accurate. Like, almost everything, like, things are dramatized. Like, she didn't get served her divorce papers outside the high school. Like, she was at home or whatever. Like, little things like that. But, like. Yeah. On, like, a practical, like, things that happened level, like, it's pretty much all, they were like, yeah, I mean, this is just, this is really the story. The only thing is, is that, like, Paolo Gucci was a pretty normal guy. Like, 
he wasn't even. Yeah, you look up I can a picture kind of, of him, sense that. and he's yeah. not even like overweight. He's just a totally like regular looking guy. And he like tried to start his own offshoot, but he got in a fight with his brother, and they sued, and there was like all this drama. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. all that was real, but like there is no evidence that like Paolo Gucci was this like ridiculous buffoon. Like, yeah, it's just like an that... idiot. Yeah. Well, and I would argue. I like. I would get if like. I would like get it. That's like that's how the family saw him. Right. It was like a weirdo. Like that was that was yeah. the one character I like didn't believe. Like, everybody else is, like, kind of ridiculous. Like, Lady Gaga, obviously, is very ridiculous and, like, all this stuff. Like, clearly. But he just, like, didn't feel like a real person. He felt like a mime doing a bit. Like, he just felt like a literal clown the Uh, whole time. He is. He's a clown And I was just like, this doesn't feel like a real person. I love it. Yeah, he's a literal clown. He's got the the hair. He's got the stupid suit. He's going, I don't. I haven't taken this shit all week. I'm going to. I am gonna piss on the thing and I don't know where I am. That's my favorite. That's my favorite line in this entire movie. Is like right near the end when him and Al Pacino are talking to each other, and he's like, "I'm so poor." And the thing he says after that to like illustrate, he like to illustrate how poor he is. He says, "I haven't taken a shit in a week." You're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Can't afford the toilet paper. Can't afford the toilet paper. Can't afford the water bill. I can't afford the food. But also, Al Pacino what? in this movie, so fucking I love good. him. Doing a great job. Uh, I love Doing Al. Doing such a good job. Well, and I think, like, you know, kind of the least funny character in this movie is, like, Jeremy Irons. But even still, like, that moment where Paolo is, like, pitching his, like, design line to, to uh, is it Ronaldo? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Gerard. The dad. Gerardo. Yeah, Adam Driver's dad, Jeremy Irons. And there's that moment where, like, right after he kind of, like, pulls him close and he's like, keep this hidden. I thought it was so funny. Like, do not <laughs> ever like, show oh, anyone because they're this. too good? Because yeah. you don't want anyone yeah. to steal them? And he was like, because you don't want <laughs> anyone to see how stupid you are and yeah. how bad you are at things. <laughs> brown and pastels. So I wish they would show you the clothes. Because, like, the, yeah, what's going I on in the too. back of my head? What's going on in the back of my head is that if you go on the modern, like, Gucci website, every item of clothing on there is the ugliest thing you've ever seen. It is also $10 billion. Like, Gucci does not it's they murdered make Gucci. good clothes that people like to wear. It's because they murdered Gucci. But, like, it's yeah. all just the <laughs> ugliest, weirdest shit on the planet. And, like, I wanted them to, like, kind of comment on that. I thought that was why... All their stuff is bad and ugly. Was because Paolo designed it, but they're like, no. no I think it's we thought like, that was bad, and we did this instead. So yeah. God, I wonder I mean, what Paolo designed, that, and this is what made it through. Like I kind of. I'm just wish... gonna go to the Gucci website right yeah, well, now. Yeah, I was Hold just on. thinking that maybe uh, it technically would be Keisha's turn to do Patreon. Maybe we do that on the Patreon. Does that sound fun? No, we should. Yeah, let's okay, do that gotcha, on the Patreon because gotcha. okay. I forgot. We'll just look at the clothes on the Gucci yeah. website. We'll just browse like, high I, fashion. I do feel like the, the fashion industry is kind of hoping that they'd be talking more about, like, that. Uh, th- there was so much change that happened in those decades, like, w- with how fashion works and how fast fashion works. They don't talk about and, like, fashion, like, at and, all. And, yeah. But they, I mean, like, what they do touch on is, like, the idea of, like, those designer handbags being, like, yeah, the like knockoffs that were being sold. And I think that's, like, a really, like, that was the most interesting thing that they touched on in, mm-hmm. in all of the fashion stuff is that, like, do we, is it important enough to our brand 
that we shut this down, like, and we say, no, this is our design, like, this is us, or it's, like, we don't Mm -hmm. care about poor people, like, poor people don't matter to us, like, we're obviously not catering to poor people, so let the the proletariat have their silly little fake bags, like, that's, (laughs) that's so interesting, especially- If they want to pretend that they can afford Gucci, yeah. Yeah. Especially in, like, like a world where it's, like, people don't, like, really care as much about, like, Gucci and designer brands and stuff, like, it doesn't carry the same weight that it used to, and it might have- it like to posit that part of it is because like these like industries and dynasties that had these like men at the forefront like a bunch of them got assassinated like it happened to the Gucci's right. it happened to the <laughs> Vers- happened it lot. happened to the Versace's it happened it happened more yeah. than than a few times like it was a, yeah. it was this thing. <laughs> it's a pattern so at like this point. how did so, that affect yeah. the fashion industry like, right it's I mean I just think about it all the time like. Why is it that, like, at the end of the 20th century, we were just assassinating people, like, all the time? Like, yeah. so many people got assassinated. And then we stopped. And then it didn't happen anymore. We stopped anymore. assassinating yeah. people. Which, yeah. like, good. We were, like, <laughs> we, like, did it too many times. We were, like, okay, we gotta chill out with the assassinations. We No more. Just, Y2K and was And now really we haven't done a single one. noggins. They were, yeah. like... Y2K, it's the end of times. Like, might as well just kill some people. But it's like the, so, okay. I want to talk about Jared Leto because here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's not in the film. No, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't I do want to talk because I, I adore his performance in this movie. I think it is hysterical. <laughs> oh, okay. And it is so funny. And I, we're going to talk about Morbius next week too. And I really like his performance in that, too, in a weird way. Wow, and like, ja- you're out of yourself right I'm now. so... And it just needs to be acknowledged, obviously. Jared Leto, not a good guy by any means. Mm-hmm. Suck shit, uh, Like, yeah. absolutely, like, as far as anybody can tell, like, serial, like, pedophile, like, sex criminal, ran a cult that one time. Like, all kinds of, like, way no bueno stuff. But, yeah. like... It just needs to be acknowledged, like, that's the shitty thing about the world. Sometimes terrible people do art that you really, really like. And I think that Jared Leto like is Hitler. so, like, so funny in this movie. Like, everything he says cracks me up. I think he is, like, just this perfect, ridiculous, sad sack idiot. And <laughs> <laughs> just completely and totally has no clue which, which is why it's so funny that Paolo Gucci was such yeah. a normal guy, because he is such a ridiculous caricature yeah. of an idiot. And, like, it's just, I love it. I, I think just it's don't so get fun. what this performance is. Yeah, I like, get I like it. it because, I mean, like, you, it's so easy to get enamored with, like, very handsome Adam Driver. And, like, wow, that's Al Pacino. Like, I've, I've always loved mm-hmm. him in all of his performances. And, like, Jeremy Irons and all of these, like, very, like, suave people who are, like, portraying these, like, kind of nasty human beings right. who, like, mm-hmm. are just, like, living off of, like, a king's ransom and, like, have no, no any, like, but, like, you see how beautiful they are, so you're like, I like them, I like them. And then when you see Jared Leto, mm-hmm. you're like, these people don't deserve anything. Like, they have no <laughs> skills. They're nothing. Like, he's like, oh, I'm a genius. My name is Paolo, and I know art so well. And then you're like, no, it's bad. He's bad. He doesn't, like, his <laughs> wife is stupid. Yeah. Like, there's nothing good about this. Yeah. Nothing is good about anything that he can do. But it's just, like, 
Oh, yeah. Like, what a good reminder of this, like, clown that they're all clowns. Just yeah. some of them are a little more handsome. And, like, and I love that yeah. moment where they introduce I, him where they're all playing rugby. And Paolo's like, oh, throw this the shit to out me. Of me. And they just, like, he gets, like, knocked out. Like, you see before, like, all of them just, like, beating the shit out of each other. And then Paolo comes in and is like, I'm open. And they give it to him and he gets knocked <laughs> out. And everyone's like, oh. And he's got his, like, bloody nose and his, like, tissue in his nose the rest of the scene. And he's <laughs> yeah. talking to his dad he's just like why why won't you let me design the clothes papa everyone's like shut (laughs) up like you're so annoying it just cracks me up i think he's so funny and like the real paolo gucci wasn't even i mean that's part of the discourse about this is like fat suit acting like ridiculous prosthetics to like you know as opposed to like casting like actors that actually just look like that but like yeah. I, I don't know if there was an audition process. I don't know if they just asked him to be in the movie. But, uh... Well, I this mean, is, yeah. It's literally... He's literally a clown. Yeah. Like, he's, it's literally and, like, actually This is an instance where I believe that Jared Leto is bringing something to this that no other person in consideration was. Like, I cannot imagine was any to. other person yeah. <laughs> giving this performance. And also, like... It's just, I said it already, it's so weird that, like, Paolo Gucci wasn't even fat. He, like, was a very, yeah. like, spelt guy. I don't know what this, like... But Jackson, fat people are funny. Right, yeah. And that's why fat we let pet fat people code. be in society, is because they're funny. It's just, fat it's so wild. Code. What a, what a well, wild what I movie. don't understand. Why do we... Why is, why is Jared Leto still fucking around? Why do we yeah, let him... I don't know do these things still. I don't know. Like, I truly think... There's been, like, criminal charges, yeah. right? He was literally in a cult. I don't well, get it. Well, there's no criminal charges, but, like, I think it's, like... There's no criminal charges. Genuinely, okay. I think the thing is that he's just not famous enough. Like, I don't think... Oh, But really? he's getting... He's getting he's got, a like, lot of fucking he's got, movies like, an Oscar. Lately. Like, I, I feel like people know he who was Jared the fucking Leto is. Joker. If, PJ, if you asked your mom who Jared Leto was, would, would she know? Should I ask her My right now? My mom knows who Jared Leto is. <laughs> sure, yeah. I think she would. Okay. I'll call her and ask I doubt if it. you want me to. Yeah, do it right now. I think I think a few years ago, Jackson, you would have been right, but he has been in a lot of yeah, stuff like recently he... and, like, a very popular right, stuff. Right. Like this and, like, Morbius and, like, I mean, Batman, like, the whole, he was the right. Joker baby, like, all that stuff. Okay, like, we gotta listen to Keisha's mom. Maybe and we just let him up. run a sex cult and we were all fine with it. Hi, Mom. Hi. I'm doing the podcast right now with Jackson and Adeline. You can't hear them. Um, but we wanted to Hi. ask you a question, which is, do you know who Jared Leto is? Yes. What? Yeah. That's what I thought. I knew you did. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was right. I, I knew Jared Leto was famous. All right. That means we got to cancel him. Yeah. Keisha's mom knows who he is. Yeah. We got to get He's an actor. Him. He's an actor. Out. But do you yeah. think he's a good person? Uh, no. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yep. okay. I'll see you get, later. Get him out. Right. Get him out okay. of there. All right. He failed the Keisha's mom Keisha's test. Keisha's mom is the judge, jury, Soma and executioner. Knows things. We got to get him the Soma yeah. there. is aware. <laughs> but yeah, so maybe I mean, Soma's I not a good... Yeah. My, my instinct was just to say that, like, you know, I, a lot of times, like, you think a lot about, like, you know, the difference between, like young people who live in a city and who care about movies and celebrities and stuff and know who people are as opposed Mm -hmm. to like the general population. And I think we have sort of an inflated 
understanding of mm-hmm. how much people mm-hmm. care about that kind of stuff sometimes. But maybe maybe yeah. Jared Leto is also bigger than I thought that he was. Like, I mean, it just seems like whenever mm-hmm. you're working a job and you're trying to talk to somebody who, like, works at the Jimmy John's I, or yeah. whatever, and you mention whatever, Jared Leto, then you're, like, surprised they don't know who that is, you know? And you're like, but yeah. but, but well, maybe think, I'm wrong. Maybe Jared Leto's bigger than I'm I giving think him that, credit for. I think that people know that Jared Leto is, like, a weirdo, and they've heard about the, like, he sent people mice when right. he did Joker, when he was a Joker or whatever, and that's, like, weird. But I don't right. think they know that. Yeah, he, like, so they're I, just, like, yeah, whatever. I don't think there's enough yeah. information in the public, like, consciousness about how like he's just like actually a bad guy it's not just like yeah. weird character choices it's like yeah. no you're like just a bad person <laughs> there was some trivia fact now i can't remember what it was that i thought was so funny that it was like there are only two characters that two different people have won oscars for playing and it was who was the other one it was something weird that I, like, wasn't expecting. Was it before Rita Moreno and Ariana DeBose both uh, won the, an Oscar? Oh, yeah, that was it. Or... That was it. It was the Joker and... Uh, Anita. Anita from West Side Story. <laughs> We're, like, the two times oh, that okay, two different sure. people have won an Oscar for playing the same character. Which I just thought was hilarious. Like My grandfather, I talked with him yesterday about that movie, and he was like, I just didn't like it. There just wasn't any dancing... And I was like, Grandpa, what? <laughs> he was like, the other one, there was so much dancing. And I was like, th- he was like, they didn't even really sing. And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> did, it's did a musical. Like, did you watch it's the like, like, every five movie? minutes. Seriously. Every five minutes. He just doesn't like it when there's new things. He doesn't yeah. like new things. He's like, it was just mm. so gritty and grungy and there's no color. And I was like, did you see them perform see? America? Did you watch that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he's uh, 95, so I give him slack. <laughs> Um, <laughs> You're like, okay, Grandpa. So, I mean, I, as we, like, talk about, like, Hasuguchi itself, like, get into the actual events of the movie, finally. Like, I feel yeah. like it, it, I mean, like we said, it's just, like, so meandery, and there's not, like, any particular, like, one, like, practical plot element that, like, carries through the whole thing. It's more just about the characters and the way they begin the movie and the way they mm-hmm. end the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And like. It's very ensemble. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Oh God, it is so funny. It's sad in real life, but it is so funny when the credits roll and one of the first things that comes up is Paolo Gucci died in poverty yeah. in 1995. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so messed up. Like- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's what I kind of hate about Jared Leto making him a literal, actual yeah. fucking clown and being like, he was ugly and stupid, and then he died poor. <laughs> Ew. Like, I hate that. Like, he was a real dude, and he fucking died yeah. because his brother fucked him over. Like, yeah, his cousin. Like, don't be fucking rude, Jared Leto, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, that guy's dead. Show some fucking He's respect. Dead. He doesn't care. I think it just shows, so it goes to show how terrible rich people are, and we gotta yeah. stop idolizing rich people. Which I think, that's why yeah. I really like this movie, is that, like, it shows how corruptive and corrosive, like, even a little tiny bit of money can ever be. Like, right. And, th- and then mm. how much, like, absorbent wealth can be. Because from the beginning, like, you can kind of tell that Pat- Patrizia, like, <laughs> likes him because he's handsome, and likes him because he's hella rich and famous. Like, right. 
And like, and you know that he loves her because he loves her. And like, he's like, I don't want that life. I want to be with you. Like, I want, I'm happy. I feel free. Like I can, I can be myself when I'm with you. And she's like, no, 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 no. I think like family's important, which I think is probably something that she believes, but it's also like, your family is important. You yeah. should be with your family. My family yeah, sucks. They're the rich family. ones. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's this yeah, weird thing where rich. it's like, you know, Jeremy Irons is like, she just wants your money. She just wants, like, she's just taking advantage of you. And I don't think, and, like, the way that the story pans out, you're like, I don't think, it's not that she doesn't. <laughs> like yeah. just want his money and his power. Yeah, but well, I, I think that she doesn't. Yeah. I think that even she doesn't know. Yeah, no, that for that's sure. What she wants, if that makes any yeah. sense. Yeah. Uh, and like so well, much I mean, of the like, way they like talk to, to each Prina. other in the beginning is like her mm-hmm. sort of like prompting him to do things that that like she wants him to do, and him mm-hmm. being like, I I mean I guess like sure. If, if that's what you mm-hmm. want, like, it's so yeah. clear that, like, Lady Gaga is almost just, like, inventing, <laughs> like, a person to be in love with. Yeah. Like, because she met this, like, wealthy, mm-hmm. like, potentially, like, powerful person. It's fascinating. Super weird. Well, like, that scene yeah. where, like, they're well, ironing that shirt and, and she, like, she gets the phone call. Like, it really feels like she wants him, like, her husband that she loves, right. like, she wants him to have a relationship with his family because like that and like that that makes sense for any relationship if you'd watch that and you're like right. I want you to have a relationship with your family but then when you see her trying on all of those clothes and he's like so uncomfortable and doesn't want to be there but she's like oh come on like this is part of it then you're like yeah. oh okay like this is really where the wheels are starting to get greased yeah yeah mm-hmm yeah, and I think it's, like, it's clear, like, it's, I think she's incredibly selfish, but I still think that she loves him, yeah. you know? Like, she can be selfish and want money and want power and still be in right. love with him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, I think about that, like, that that second tarot card reading, or even just all the tarot card readings with Prina, where she, it's not like, do I get the money? It's like, do you, what, do you want the relationship? Do you want the money? And she's like, yeah. I want fucking both. I want everything. Yeah. Like, she wants the right. world. She wants the man that she loves, and she wants all the money and all the power. Like, she, they talk about, like, she wants to be, like, a dynasty with him. Like, right. I don't know. Like, obviously, she's being greedy, and she wants money, blah, blah, blah. But it's not, she's not, like, no, yeah. a gold digger. She right. loves him, and she's working, and she's trying to work with him to build something together. Like, it's, like... It's not morally great, but it's not morally bad, you know. Like I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't feel comfortable being like she was just a selfish money lady. Like, well, this she there's more going on. She obviously loved him, you know. No, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Sorry, but it's I'm just, just like a that's breath. part of it. Is like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like that is, like it's hard to it's hard to tell through all of that, like. When is, where's the breaking point? Like, and I don't think, I, like, obviously she didn't feel a breaking point, but there was, like, so much that was, like, coming from her mm-hmm. that, that he, at one point he was like, no, like, this is yeah. not, but he had also changed, and she, like, she was like, I, like, I'm following you, like, I love you, and he was, he did not feel the same, mm-hmm. where it was like, this isn't not, this isn't the person, like, it was like she was molding him to be the person that she wanted him to be. Exactly, and yeah. And do in doing that, he did not love her anymore because of 
because of what that turned her into. It's, like, it's just so interesting, this, like, mm-hmm. gritty, gross, like, very hyper-wealthy, like, it's, like, that kind of, um, like, when moms love, like, period dramas about the royal family, it's kind of like that. That's what this feels like, but the 80s, where it's, right. like, nobody's yeah, right yeah. and everyone's wrong well, yeah. and it's gross, but, like, there's love there, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's totally. the thing. Yeah. It's like, that's always been the thing about Ridley Scott. Like, if every director has, like, their little calling card, like, the thing that everybody kind of knows, like, Ridley Scott's is that he hates rich people. Like, every single movie <laughs> yeah. of his is just about how As he awful should. rich yeah. people are. Like, Alien, like, Gladiator, like, all of these movies are, like, all about, yeah. like, you know, Thelma and Louise are just people, like, being extorted and taken advantage of, and, like, how rich people are terrible, and all this kind of stuff. But how much how much money does Ridley Scott have? How big is I his don't know. house? Hmm? Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ridley, <laughs> but like, fourteen billion dollars worth of taxes a year. All, wait, what's up? What'd you say? That's what fourteen billion dollars <laughs> worth of taxes a year for your fifty percent shareholds. That's oh, how much right. Ridley yeah. Scott's worth, oh. or a little bit less probably. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um. And, like, you know, and he did all the money in the world a few years ago. Like, if that's not, like, pretty self-explanatory, I don't know what it is. But, like, yeah. uh, it's just, like, it's, it's as, as I try to, like, think about this movie and what it's actually, like, saying, I feel like it is less less a critique of, like, individuals. Like, it feels like this movie is weirdly more empathetic towards rich people than than Ridley Scott usually is because Mm. it is sort of, like, acknowledging that these people were once regular, normal, good people who were sort of corrupted and turned by the influence of money. The money money is the villain. Yeah, Yeah. as opposed to just, like, you know, being, like... It was always rich people. Being angry at the rich people, you know? And this movie doesn't really have much of anything to say about anyone else. Like, their wealth doesn't... This movie, like, doesn't put a lot of emphasis on their wealth, like, as opposed to something else, you know? It's not about, like, how, like, he's taking advantage of poor... I mean, I guess besides Paolo, sort of. But, like, the... the, it, It doesn't have a lot to say about class... In the sense that, like, mm. there's not any, like, compare and contrast and, like, how it's, like, one is sucking from the other. It's just yeah. more about the high class by themselves in their own world. Mm-hmm. You know, you tearing never get, each other like, apart that and scene where, like, P- Patrizia invites her old girly friends to, like, go get coffee. And they're like, right. wow, look at your bag and your designer nails and all of that stuff. And she's like... Mm, but I'm the same old little old me. Like that's that doesn't happen ever. It's really it is really confined into like this one family and how like but all of this money and power being thrown up into play. Like it was very balanced beforehand, and then once there right. was even a little bit of rocking, it just like completely dissolved in a matter of like ten years. Right, and I think there's mm-hmm. also something to be said about. Um, I mean, this almost kind of ties into to Bewitched when we talk about Bewitched, but, like, <laughs> Adam Driver starts the movie as, you know, part of the Gucci family, and he chooses to not be a part of that. 
He doesn't want any part of that. So is he the teenage he's, witch? He's the not teenage the teenage witch. witch. He's That's bewitched. Sabrina, not bewitched. Sabrina's the teenage witch. But he's uh, adult, and, adult, young adult witch. And it's like the difference between like, whereas Lady Gaga, who I, I don't even know if you would call her poor, but she's like middle class at the beginning yeah, of the movie. Yeah, she's not an heiress. Yeah. Is like, yeah, like, her dad, like, owns a business, but it's, like, a smaller... Right, bit, yeah. is the one who, like, actually wants the wealth that he has that he has chosen to give up, sort of. And, like, this weird privilege of, like, being able to be wealthy and forego it as opposed to not being especially wealthy and wanting to have that wealth. I don't have, like, a fully mm-hmm. coherent, like, mm-hmm. point here. I'm just kind of thinking out loud. Like, the miasma of, like... Well, I mean, it's very much like the... I mean, like, that's a salient point of being, like, the there is a privilege and being able to let go of privilege. Right. Like, to just be like, I don't want to be rich, so I'm going to not be rich anymore. And it's like, hey, well, fuck you, you know? <laughs> like, well, it's it was, like... Yeah, it was even, like, he... He, he, cho- he made a choice. Like, his dad was like... No, you could get rid of this girly, or you could like, or I'm cutting you out. Like that's those are your two choices because I don't right. think she's good for you. I don't think she's good for the family or for the brand. Like, which is really also what mm-hmm. he's thinking about. He didn't even know her. Didn't get to like. Didn't like. Didn't know any of that stuff. He was just like, nope. I got bad vibes, and that's <laughs> it. And so he did. He said, yeah, I'm gonna choose love. But yeah, he does. He does have that choice. But he like he from the get-go was like yeah I, I don't care about that stuff as much as i care about this but she did and he and he <laughs> jet like started to but he i feel like because he was in that place of privilege to be like no i wasn't happy there like i couldn't yeah I, my my girlfriend mm-hmm. from high school didn't actually love me she just loved my money and blah 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 you know like all that jazz mm-hmm. right so we can play, we can fight with hoses and have sex in your dad's office. Live, live like I, the working man. That scene where they're playing with the hoses is the funniest it's so thing. Great. Yeah, it's also they paint this weird picture of the working man. Like, look how happy they are. They play with the hoses in the dirt. Look at them yeah. go. Like, and maybe that's just that's maybe that's just his perspective of it. To him, he's just like, look how much fun they're having in the dirt. I want to do that. You know. Yeah, I yeah, mean, that I don't might know. Be some I think of, that like I... disillusioned Ridley Scott, who's also not a part of a working class, is like right. maybe hyperinflating yeah. that a bit. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think it's also like maybe it's just trying to say like that it's. Uh, I'm abandoning this train of thought. I don't think it's going anywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna move okay, on to the next talk one. About okay, the sex scene, then. <laughs> You want to talk about Maybe that? Maybe it's trying to say <laughs> that I want to talk about something else. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm tired of talking about Gucci. They're Gucci. They're in a house. How do you get that house? Damn. House of Gucci. How they do you got, get that They house? got money, but they stupid. His dad died. Ugly, That's how he got yeah. Am I right? Uh, he got it from his dad dying. He got it from his daddy. And like. His dead dad. Al Pacino. Pacino's really funny. I mean, that's the weird thing is like how everybody in this movie is going like so bananas buck wild except for Adam Driver, who's giving like the Mm -hmm. most normal performance I've ever seen. He's he's just Mm -hmm. like, um, well, I don't know, maybe. 
<laughs> and I know, you're like, which is okay, so strange from Adam. Adam Driver. Like we've yeah. seen him literally have a like a, a like Elfcon Four or whatever, Defcon Four, Elfcon Four is from <laughs> Elfcon the Santa Claus. From the Santa Claus. That's how I learned about oh it God. from the Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh, Keisha. <laughs> Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Okay. Nobody heard that. Defcon 4. The cameras. Uh, you've seen, we've seen but Adam like, Driver yeah, go big, him, but like, he's like the only one not going big in this movie. Oh, weirdo. I wonder if I... Wanted I... See, I wanted one blow up. I wanted one blow up from Adam Driver. I yeah. feel like I deserve one as a viewer. He doesn't have like a big Oscar I wake scene. up every morning and I hope that you're dead. Yeah. If just I knew once, that... Just one yeah. time. What was their son's name in Marriage Story? If I do that, we'll be okay. David, no. Uh, His name Paolo. is Charlie. Stanley. No, no, Paolo. no. I'm talking about Marriage Story now. That movie's the <laughs> best. That movie rules. Derek. Marriage Story's it's so, so good. good. You know what's Story. great about Marriage Story is that like it's not a slog to watch. Like that movie's no. got fucking jokes, and it's like happy and interesting. And it's, it's not just, like, depressing. God, that movie rules. Yeah. Boop, anyway. Boop, boop. Anyway, <sighs> Adam Driver does not go ballistic, but I also appreciate that because yeah. it's nice that, like, that makes sense for his character. And, you know, he doesn't have to do the same thing in every movie, but I'd like him, too. I'd like it. <laughs> Keisha, have you, watched, have you watched Annette? Mm-mm. <sighs> I just need to tell everybody in the world about Annette because it's an opera. And Ooh. it's Adam Driver and Marion Cotillard. Marion. Uh, they're a husband and wife, and Adam Driver is a evil comedian. Adam Driver is like a Bo Burnham esque <laughs> comedian who like goes out on stage and does weird musical bits, but then he kills his wife. And when they have a wow, baby, the baby is like a uh, uh, like a marionette doll, but. The marionette doll is, like, really great at singing. So Adam Driver kills his wife and then takes advantage of his daughter's talent. And baby Annette becomes, like, a superstar. It's... Wow. It's, like, the Where best is movie this? ever. Where is this located? It's on Amazon Prime. On the... It's been on Hell Amazon yeah. Prime for right. months. Like I'm doing... Bye. I'm yeah. not, I need to go. I'm busy. <laughs> it's so good. I got things to do. <laughs> <laughs> and then what's his name? The guy from Big Bang Theory, not uh, Sheldon. not Sheldon, but one of the other ones. Cooper. Um, the short one, the one who's in Mid- Doctor Horrible Sing Along Jer- Blog, also. Oh yes, but he's one. in it he's, and he's so he's good. He plays the like accompanist, accompanist that Marion Cotillards com- com- plays. Com- Fuck, it's so good, and it's just more Adam Driver being a bad husband. Uh, and it's just incredible. I love it so much. And, like, nobody in the world was talking about it. Like... Oh, my God. I saw, like, little... I never even heard Little of niches it, yeah. of people being, like, just saying things like, I just watched Annette. It was really great. I loved it. Or, like, I'm so excited about Annette this year. But, like, I turned it on, like, having absolutely no clue what it was about or what was about oh to happen to me. Oh, my gosh. And, like, people were, like, singing... And I was like, oh, this is a, this is a musical. Like, I had kind of gathered that. But eventually, like, I gathered. I was like, okay, this is an opera. Like, they don't. <laughs> They're never going to stop They don't singing. stop singing ever. It just goes and goes and goes and goes forever. <laughs> and then there's, like, a wow. bunch of, like, 
really graphic sex scenes where Adam Driver's like licking feet and stuff. And like, it's just, it's so good. Incredible. It's incredible. Otherworldly. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, I can't wait. Are we wrapping up on Hasaguchi? Do we have much more to say? I mean, I think people, like, I think people just have a, I mean, I don't know. I talked about my experience personally, too. Yeah. Like, it's just long, and it's hard to figure out where it's going. And especially if you don't, like, know the story already, like, it's it's hard to keep track of, like, like where the, the plot momentum is. And, like, it is a comedy also. And, like, I think it is hard to... It doesn't position itself as a comedy in its marketing very much. And I think if you are not willing to let it be funny, it could be a really miserable movie. Yeah. And, like... It can be kind of hard... Absolutely. It can be kind of hard to let it be funny. Because, I mean, like, within this, like, very Oscar Beatty biography that's, like kind of like big and loud it can be sometimes kind of hard to let it be funny on its own terms just because of like the environment it's made but like there are jokes and it can be funny but i think you have to be you have to let them be funny in the space you want to know okay you want to know like the one joke that adam driver gets like he's such a stick in the mud this whole movie but that moment right at the end Mm -hmm. where paolo and al pacino are like having that meeting with that guy and he like points out the shoes and he's like, where'd you get those shoes? And they like, he sort of lets slip that like Maurizio is like also there in the building. And there's that one moment where you see yeah. Adam driver like peek out from the wall. Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. It's hilarious. No, it's I so, so good. I think, yeah, this movie, like a, the characters are just really fun and really interesting and they're all different from each other and that's really great and it's just a bunch of actors that you really love and really like Andrew Leto um like giving really <laughs> top tier performances okay. right. um but like mm. I think that's the thing is I I think people are getting disillusioned with biopics because we're just getting right. a lot of them all the time and most of the time I feel like they don't have that much to say other than this is everything that this person has accomplished in their lifetime. That's right, it. Yeah. yeah. In their whole entire lifetime. And I feel like are, at yeah. least this one is like, it, it, it's saying something like you don't see her in prison afterwards. Like that was obviously the last place that, you know, like that, that really Scott wants you to see the character. And it's, it's, it's done in an interesting way and in a right. different way. And I like, I don't love a biopic. I'm getting real tired of them. Like I don't, like, I didn't even care for Spencer hardly, even though it was, like, the first thing from a biopic because I'm just so tired of watching things about Princess right. Diana. But, like, this movie, it doesn't feel... It doesn't, I'm sorry. That's how I feel. I'm sick of it. Everybody everybody thinks that so they have something to say Princess about Princess Diana, but they don't have anything different to say. They're all saying the same yeah. things. But this movie... She was murdered, and she was perfect. Like, she was perfect. Like, you don't know the pressure she was in. She, she was, was an angel. Bowl. I'm like, ow. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's and that's on you, and that's on the British royal family. Sorry, but this movie yeah, feels different. Well, yeah, bummer. What I love about anytime, anytime we talk about Princess Diana, they're like, maybe the royal family is like kind of fucked up, and I'm like, yeah, we know they're fucked up. Yeah, they're so fucked up. Why are we pretending this is the only way that they're fucked up? They're really fucked up. Yeah, it's bad. Years of racism. Oh my god. Spencer's so good though. If you ever watch Spencer, you should watch Spencer. Cause like, yeah, like Spencer was good. I just, Sean I, Harris, I was just so annoyed. Here's my pitch. Here's my pitch for for Spencer. Sean Harris plays a 
nice cook who gives good advice in it. So like <laughs> that he, he's the is help. pretty much my favorite part. Love, love, love. love. But I don't love. again. I like I understand why you're tired of biopics. I'm tired of biopics. But this is this one is different because I mean it yeah, it's it. weird. It it's is. like it. I don't I know think, why it doesn't feel like a biopic. I think it's because it's so ensemble-based. Yeah. It's not, like, focusing like on one person. Like an individual person, yeah. Yeah. You don't yeah. get, like, as many scenes of one person crying in a mirror as you should. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. As they, like, wash their face and then close the mirror and then look in the mirror for a little bit, you know. Yeah. You know the scene. Those scenes are good, though. There's a reason we do them. Yeah, <laughs> it's because they're good. Every musician biopic, there's always, like, the drug slump. Yeah. You know, where it's, well, like, yeah, that's the fucking... and then they learned about drugs. Dewey and now Cox. they're, but then they, <laughs> but then they fix themselves. And you're like, okay, okay. get out of here, Dewey. You don't want, you don't want no to do part of this, Dewey. There was, there's that great <laughs> Patrick H. Williams video where he's like talking about like the formula of the musical biopic, and then he like shows he shows like all the steps from Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, and yeah. it's like he's yeah. like literally there are twelve different musician biopics from the last you know, 15 years or whatever that follow the Dewey mm-hmm. Cox format. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like precisely. Yeah, because John C. Riley is a genius. Yeah. He's so, that he's incredible. It's so funny. It's so good. And it's so good. Can we do that for all the podcasts? Maybe we should. Just talk I mean, we could, we could do a fucking podcast about Dewey Cox biopics. Just be like, do a podcast about <laughs> movies that follow this format. Be precisely. like, how is this exactly? Oh, Eyes of Tammy Faye. Well, I think we should. Eyes do of Tammy Faye was like so precisely Dewey Cox yeah. in a weird way. Like that. It was, it was like it was. literally like that movie opened with her about to give her like big last performance or whatever, and then mm-hmm. cut back to her as a little girl. I was like, you not there not he really. is. There's Dewey like, Cox. Are yeah. we still like, doing that's, this? That's 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 why this movie doesn't show like. Poor little middle class Patrizia and like yeah. wealthy, wealthy like going to public yeah, school. Like, and you know, it's subway. It's like a story about like this, de- like the dissolution of their marriage, and that is right. what that's the biopic. Yeah. That's, that's why what I'm we're just talking so, about. Thank yeah. you. Like that's like more biopics mm-hmm. need to be like that, where it's like tell the story that you're trying to tell. I don't care about wh- what they what grade they got in second grade English. Right. Like yeah, move that's on. That's why Mank is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Hell yes. I think we should do. I think we should do all the John C. Riley, Will Ferrell movies, and we should just—that'll okay. be like it's our like next three. series. Uh, Four. Uh, How many? But they're is good. Sure, like are we gonna? Them. So here's here's a question I have. Just some bookkeeping for the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. How how long do we want to wait? Because we did a lot of movies that would be great for the cool takes premise back in the before times. How long should we yeah. wait between that and now? Like, when do we do a Mank episode? When do we do a Tenet episode? I think we gotta wait That's... for, like, Mank and Tenet, because that was, like, kind of semi right. I feel like we I do Tenet like... whenever. <laughs> we <laughs> do could do a Tenet episode, episode every but, like, year. Anything You're like, what do you think yeah. it's about this time? Yeah. What did you think happened this time? Yeah. This time I think it's about <laughs> capitalism. But, like, yeah, just, like... I think anything before that, I think it's probably up for grabs at this point. Like, I think Scoob was fine to do right. again. Like, anything past that, I think we're good. Um, oh, talk about man. The, this talk is our about, first time doing a podcast again. in such a long time. I forgot to pull up a review. <gasps> this is the second time. I was time. so good. Podcast back. Yeah. All right. 
Okay, you guys, you guys stall while I find a review for just a moment. I thought that's what we were doing. No, I was talking. I can't find <laughs> Fuck, a review dude. while talking. Fuck. You ever, Fuck, can man. you chew gum and walk at the same time? Jeez. I can't read and speak at the same time. Different things. You, you can't reek and speak. You can't speak and read. <laughs> oh, I can reek and speak at the same time. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's too easy. I do it every day on the school bus. It's too easy. <laughs> That's not true. Jackson follows all traffic laws. If you're listening, Salt Lake City Police Department. He's a very (laughs) responsible driver. If you want drugs on this bus, there aren't going to be any. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of disappointed there there weren't any drugs. Like, like not really, you know? But maybe... I think there would be, like, some Like, one. I don't know. Or, like, we needed, like, a a gala or a ball or something. Like, that really... Just like Batman. Just like the Batman. No galas? No galas? Not one? I don't want it. Well, it's, like, so... Like, they just, like, didn't talk about fashion. Like, they literally didn't even show Apollo's terrible designs. Like, we just didn't talk about fashion. We did more fashion in the fashion fashion industry movie. Yeah, we but. just like fucking we like we like saw some runways and that was yeah. Like, there was like it. one that's and a half runways and that's not enough. That's like basically on par with RuPaul's Drag Race, you know. Damn. Maybe just maybe even the, less drag than. them because sometimes there's like drag three different sis. runways in one RuPaul's Drag Race episode. So I'm just saying. I'm just. I saying. need to watch Drag Race because I don't. I, don't, I to be fair, I haven't done a lot of research. I don't think there's a very big drag community in the tri-cities and if there is probably very small because it's the tri-cities you could start it but yeah if i can't support if i can't support local drag i might as well watch rupaul's international logic sound these are good (laughs) this isn't the one but here's just a good review this person said father son and house of dookie (laughs) it's pretty good that's That's pretty good that's that's top tier stuff right there for sure. This is, I mean, this is one of those you movies can, I'm looking through the one-star reviews where people are like, this is literally the worst movie I've ever seen. And it's like, no, it's no, not. It's not. <laughs> it isn't. It couldn't be. <laughs> it's like literally not. It's like well done and the acting yeah, is good. It looks and good it's and the at. acting is good and, you know. It's like, what kind like, of charmed life do you live that this is the worst yeah. movie you've ever seen? Yeah, this is the, this is the is worst this the only movie you've ever seen? seen? Yeah. Is that you've seen this movie? Then you and should Tenet, love it. it. <laughs> or I've have seen Mank Tenet and House of Gucci. And House of Gucci is the worst <laughs> movie I've ever seen. <laughs> Valid. You're like, like, that makes sense then. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Just throw in Scoob in there and then I'm mad. Yeah, out of all the movies that we've seen, oh. all of us collectively together. Okay, here's a good one. All right, do you guys want to hear a one star review of House of Gucci before we call it a day? Yes! Go off, King. Uh, This person writes, I actually finished this film so I could complain about it. First of all, Lady Gaga (laughs) played a member of the Gucci family like they were some mobster mafia harpy. I would assume that the Gucci family would have some decorum and not act like hoods. Oh. End of review. I would assume. (laughs) No. I would assume. Anyway, my name is Jackson McMurray. My name is Adeline McMurray. My name is Keija Rhodes. And this has been the Cool Takes Podcast. Check us out on Patreon. And uh, we'll see you next week for Morbius, the Jared Leto double feature, because we love Jared Leto and we support all of his decisions on and off the stage. No, don't say that.
Don't say that. Put it on we the don't internet. Like, I like. I am like this close to <laughs> not wanting to see a Jared Leto movie anymore. I'm this Morbius close. Is, You're gonna push me over the edge so good, and be like, we can't fucking watch Morbius because fuck. No, Jared Morbius Leto. is good. Uh, okay, so good. Good night, and we will see you. Well, you'll see me. Good morning, good afternoon, good morning. And you'll see me night. on Tuesday good streaming good Elden Ring, but you'll see everyone else uh, one week from today talking Morbius. Okay, g- good night. Holla. Gucci. Gucci.